episode 15 on the Black Panther and uh, happy pre-Juneteenth. You know, shout out to everybody, no matter what you're doing tomorrow, happy pre-Juneteenth. And on this one, you know, when I was um, setting this one up, I was like, yo, this is like before Juneteenth. So I'm like, why not? You know, might as well get one of the my favorite Marvel characters or just characters in general's podcast. Uh, get it out. So again, again, happy early Juneteenth or Juneteenth when you listen to this uh, podcast. Black Panther, T'Challa, debuted in Fantastic Four number fifty-two, July nineteen sixty-six. Yes, he has been around for some decades. Started by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Um, more people know Stan Lee to face, but Jack Kirby is was just as influential as Stan Lee. And then you had shout out to the other writers that even wrote Black Panther after my personal favorite, Christopher Priest. You had McDuffie. And just various, various other writers that that have came after and added on to the Panther and Wakanda uh, mythology. So when he debuted in the Fantastic Four issue, this is when Wakanda first hit the scene. Well, to us, when Wakanda first hit the scene, nobody knew it existed at the time um, outside of you know, a couple people that I get into. But, you know, just give it a quick thing. Wakanda's never been conquered, mystically hidden, a very, very, very intelligent group of black people that have, you know, Wakanda's been around pretty since the earth started. Um, the original Panther was actually a, you know, they, you know, showed in the Avengers one, uh, 1000 BC comic. And yeah, Panthers have been around for a long time. And, and as you know, a big thing about Wakanda, besides the hidden aspect and the intelligent race and the Panthers and everything that's with it is vibranium. Um, a metal that crash landed on earth centuries ago and the Panthers and the Wakanda, the general just saw this and the mystical property, the properties you could do um, with sound, with energy, the magic aspects. So they like, they jumped on it and then they knew people. And then it was people would come when they discovered this unique metal to try and get it or whatever. So they hid themselves from the earth. So pretty much when all this stuff was going on with world wars and plagues and this and forth, if it had nothing to do, you know, if it had nothing to do with Wakanda, then it didn't bother them per, per se. That was kind of the thing. Wakanda or nothing. That was that was them. Even their neighboring either neighboring countries in Africa, even though they have did things you know, worldwide helped out and stuff. But at one point it was like, hey, or even still, this is like us. It's us first and foremost. And then y'all. So we got to take, we take our own first attempt to. So 
the T'Challa, the first Panther we seen on panel anyway. T'Challa, the main one we seen in Black Panther movies, and so forth. Um, he battles the Fantastic Four. He has studied them for a while. He prepped himself, and he wanted to make sure he was worthy. And so he goes to do battle with them. Uh, that is, uh, if you're not familiar with the Fantastic Four, that's characters known as the Thing, Invisible Woman, Mister Fantastic, Reed Richards, and Human Torch. So Panther, after studying his opponent, he battles them, defeats them, and then afterwards, you know, he was like, "Well, you know, no hard feelings, but I just want to test myself." And then, ironically, you know, they got really, you know, got cool with them afterwards. Even joined the Fantastic Four at one point in time. Him and Reed Richards are great friends, great friends. And so we finally get Panther on panel now. And, you know, when Stan Lee and Kirby created them, interesting note, as I posted, um, his real name, his original name was Cold Tiger. Let that sink in. <laughs> Cold Tiger was his original name. And later on, they changed it to the Black Panther. Not, not to be confused with the Black Panther Party, as they've stated, as, you know, Lee and Kirby have stated. Not to, not to be confused with them. Not at all. It was just kind of just worked out like that, pretty much. So, um, yeah, we get, we get the Black Panther. And now he opens up the borders to Wakanda. Because, you know, now he want he, he Wakanda's been hidden for so long, he felt like it's now time to open, open up to the world, T'Challa, the Black Panther, and, you know, show them that we're here to help as well as not just be so hidden. And then later on, he, he meets, start meeting other characters, Avengers, X-Men, sees other villains, and uh, we just get different stories in, but just not just teach out of Black Panther. We can talk. We can try and go over the mythos of the Panthers, because in Wakanda it's different clans: Jaguar, uh, Leopard Clan, the White Gorilla Tribe, as y'all seen, as we saw in the Black Panther movie. One of the main tribes, other than the Panther Tribe, we see. We see, of course, the Panther Tribe. You got just different. Sex, cause not sex, cause not everybody in Wakanda worship the Panther Tribe. If people didn't know, it it wasn't everybody's under the Panther Tribe. No, it's different tribes and everything of the so forth. Just the Panthers are the more known of them, and so forth. And to be a Panther, of course, of the royal bloodline, to be a Panther. And it's been various men and women. It's not just been men. It's been women, too, of various uh, different panthers over the years. At one point, just to go back to the beginning, to be a panther, you had to do the trials of the panther, physical and mental tests that you would have to prove yourself to. Um, and then you had the heart-shaped herb. And if you're not, you know, not familiar with that, um, that's a special herb that has special properties only 
people uh, people of the royal bloodline can take. And you only earned that right after completing the trials of the Panther, being blessed, you know, getting pretty much getting okay from Bass, the Panther God, and you and then you get the opportunity to take the herb. So you take the herb, it heightens your senses. They were already, Panthers are already great, great athletes. They're naturally fit, but it just took them to another level, per, pretty much what I should say. And um, after taking that, then you earn the right to be the Panther. Now, T'Challa had a father named Tishaka. That was his father, that was a father before him great man he also and then before him was Azuri the Wise Tichala's great Tichala's grandfather now why I'm saying these three because when, one thing outside of being parents they all had in common they all were friends with Captain America I mean no we talk about Black Panther but Captain America is probably the only person that's alive that has met all these Panthers. First, when he got there, he discovered Wakanda because that was after the Nazis and the Nazis were trying to conquer Wakanda, but it didn't turn too well. Because when, funny enough, when Captain America discovered Wakanda, he discovered sticks with Nazi heads on them. That showed they was not playing. And of course, they worked together to defeat the Nazis and everything. And Captain America was gifted with vibranium as a as a gift from Azuri. And another interesting thing, his round shield that, you know, well, he's been over different designs over the years, but his um, shield was originally um, designed by Azuri. The original, and then he was given vibranium add too, because the, the original shield wasn't really vibranium. It was a different metal alloy. Then it was in the vibranium that he got was incorporated into his shield. And so forth. And then over the years, he made the different Panthers. And even was also interesting when Captain America first took the super soldier serum. A Wakandan spy was actually there. Um, in the Black Panther Captain America run, they show where when he was taking the serum and him and the doctors were in the office, it was a janitor, like outside the room, just casual janitor. And that was actually a Wakandan spy. And when he found out about this, he relayed the message to back to Wakanda. Because the thing about Wakanda, they they're hitting, but they're not hitting. They 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 know what's going on in the world. They send their best students to different some of the top universities in the world, and they come back to Wakanda. So they're not just here, and we don't we don't care what's going on. We're here by ourselves. No, they're there, and they know what's going on. But they still there is themselves, and Panthers are at the top of it. And so I but you know get back to the Panthers. So after they run the trials, you are officially the Panther. You are the Black Panther. And, you know, you look over Wakanda and then you're also 
with T'Challa. You're also on the world stage too. And also in between him and his dad, T'Chaka, who I unfortunately was killed by invasion by Ulysses Claw, a villain who who um, masters the sound using sound, killed his daddy. And then T'Challa um, used one of his sound machines to, you know, run off Ulysses Claw, which maims him and now his and knocked off one of his arms and everything like that. And so before he T'Challa was ready, his uncle Sir uh Syrian the Swift ended up becoming the Panther in between T'Chaka and T'Challa. So he he had a he has a he isn't talked about as much as the others, but he had an integral part of getting T'Challa ready as a Panther. Training him, fighting him, giving him advice and so forth. And also as a Panther, you have your of course with the Wakandan army you have the Dormelage, that is daughters of different tribes in Wakanda is pretty much a peace thing as well. You know, they're highly trained, efficient warriors, the best warriors in Wakanda and one of the baddest groups of women in, in comics in general. Um, he can marry whichever one he wants to, but he doesn't. I don't think any, there has never been a panther to marry a Dora Milaje, his private all women army. It's just there. It's, it's it's sort of like he could choose which one he wants to marry if he decides to, but he doesn't. It you know it's always he respects he respects them the the, the utmost. It's not do as I said none of that. He respects them. The respect aspect is there amongst them. So he's not just you know. Abusing his power with them. No, it's a respect. And they are some fighters. And then you also have the elite version of those highly trained words called the Midnight Angels. The Black Ops, per se, version of the um, Dora Milaje as well. And, you know, they, they, they bad as it come. When they show up in battle, oh, they taking names. <laughs> They taking names, they taking heads. And if they going down, they taking three with them. That's them. That's the Dora Milaje. And so, over the years, the Panther will be going to meet other Avengers, meet the X-Men, meet the Fantastic Four, battle with villains such as uh, the Brood, Thanos, um, just, just so many, so many different uh, villains uh, went went head to head, uh, face down Galactus. Not by himself, you know. He studied them, kind of talked to him, you know, cured him, helped, aided with Blue Marvel. Who in my previous podcast, uh, Blue Marvel, when they was with the Ultimates, they worked together helping cure Galactus. And if you're not sure of Galactus, uh, he's a world eater because he's always he always hungers, so he eats planets, and he's tried to divide Earth a couple times, but they helped cure his hunger and he became a life bringer where he helped restore life instead of take life and so um yeah he he he's been around and he's he's battled quite a few from spider-man wolverine the x-men other avengers 
uh, Silver Surfer, uh, just various villains just over the years. And being a Panther, you have to be a great fighter. They're highly trained in martial arts. It's been said that he studied and mastered every martial arts on the planet. And I believe it. I'm not surprised at that at all. Because being a Panther, you have to be you have to be highly, not only highly skilled, but highly intelligent. You have to be a great battle leader as well. But now, we over the years he's had different solo runs. Um you had Black you had Black to the Future. You've had his initial solo runs. You've had his debut in different in the, like I said in the franchise for it over the years. My personal favorite was his run by Christopher Priest. That's where we see Panther to the to what I say. That's where you see the the all the tech of the Black Panther with the Wakandan uh, tech, uh, the the badass of the Dora Milaje. She came over to the United States to handle some business, and you see him with the Avengers. You see him battle various Avengers as well. Well, not Avengers. You see him battle different villains like Kraven, um, a mind control Iron Fist, Black Dragon. Man, uh, and well, not man, ain't being anymore, but well, still, but Mbaku, his brother White Wolf, he he just you know, you see him get he's oh, and Killmonger, oh, yes, of course, Killmonger, which um, they battled for two days hand to hand, they fought, took breaks in between, but um, until he was uh, defeated when he was fighting Killmonger and he got distracted and Killmonger dealt, um, a killing, uh, not a killing blow, pretty much, and threw him over the, um, and threw him over the ledge of the waterfall, and then Killmonger actually was a panther at one point in time, but almost died trying to take the herb, but ironically, T'Challa uh, saved him. So, um, yeah, it, a lot, a lot come, a lot comes with being a panther as any position that a lot you got to deal with. As well, so it's it's not a easy, it's not a easy, um, it's not an easy position to be in. I can say that. So, yes, after, when he became after his father's death, he became uh, the Panther, and we we see him, and then we see him do make different enemies, make different friends over the years. You know, like I said, main course he had his uh, run-ins with the X Men, but also great friends with the X-Men. Him and Iron Man have had documented uh head head butts at times. Even T Child even Tony Stark had a suit built just for Iron Man. I mean just for uh Black Panther, but that didn't work out too good. <laughs> As uh T Child uh took it apart pretty much in the end. We seem to have runners with Spider Man. Um but it was kind of like a just misunderstanding per se. So yeah, and then thing on T'Challa, he has a he he's had siblings over the years. Shuri, being one of the more documented ones, who actually became a Panther after him when he stepped down, he became a Black Panther. But he has a he's had brothers. But another interesting aspect he had of his brother, 
is his brother is adopted called white wolf he was a white man well he was a kid at the time his parents were flying he and they crash landed outside of wakanda so they're both dead but uh white wolf also known as hunter survived and t-shaka abducted. he was actually but he was actually older than t-child and if, and if I don't know how that would work because he would have been technically like next in line to be a Panther. But since it would have been kind of, in, it would have been kind of interesting because he wouldn't have been part of the Royal bloodline. So I don't know how that would have worked per se, but we never got to that point because eventually T'Challa was born, but he, but White Wolf was deadly. He was trained in the arts. He actually ran the um, secret police of, of Wakanda. The, um, when stuff needs to get real greedy, real needy, and they don't want, and, you know, kind of, you know, don't need to be associated with it, that was White Wolf and the Secret Police that his daddy, um, that was started. But and eventually was disbanded, per se, but they still, they're still there. They still do what they need to do. And White, and White Wolf, he's Wakanda all day, every day, but he's more of, I can say, more brutal in the aspect of getting things done and more so of, I don't know why we're even out here. We should just be, it should just be us and everybody's worried about everybody else. But him and T'Challa, him and T'Challa have um, butted heads, but they all have the same purpose at different aspects of how they go about it. And brothers, it is all like I said, it's brothers. So over the years, I mean, Black Panther was. He wasn't as pop. Honestly, Black Panther to me didn't get popular to about fifth. Let's see, twenty about fifteen to twenty years ago when he just really started sticking out more. Cause he was he was more of a BC list character at the time. Um, when he was coming up, he wasn't on the Spider Man levels, the X Men levels. Um, Hulk, you know, he he his popularity wasn't there like the other like some of the other more bigger characters and you know over the years like I, like I said different writers start started bringing him more to the forefront because like I said, he joined Avengers he was one of the after original group of Avengers he probably was one of the first of the he's probably one of the first ones to join after the originals and he um he just, you know, joined on different. We would get different aspects and pieces of him in in their history. So, but he just he just wasn't like I said, he just wasn't that popular until like a couple years ago, when like, like I said, priest started doing it. Then you know, different writers such as Jonathan Hickman. If you don't know who he is, he's one of the more known writers in comics. Jonathan Hickman started bringing them out. Then he started being a different. Galactic arts like uh, incursion, did more Avengers. Like he started being more in the forefront when it came to, like really big battles and fights, and we started seeing more of Wakanda as well, and more of the history. So we we just, you know, he just started getting more spotlight. And then when the movies came out, and the animated series started getting him, and then it's like, oh, who who. who who is this guy? Who is who is this this black man with all this power? 
with all this flair, with all this style, that's um, out here kicking ass and taking name and taking no names, but taking but getting bodies. You know who is this? <laughs> and that's how we got. Um, that's how we got T'Challa the, the popularity start started gaining over the years. Then we started getting more of him. Then his solo runs and so forth. Then over like so over the years, his runs would include him battling in Wakanda against Eric Killmonger, who has been a who has been uh, a rival for years. And then with Killmonger, because we talk about your child in the Panthers, one of the summer's visions you had to bring up is Killmonger. You have to bring him up if you're talking about the Panthers. And as we've seen in the movies, well, it wasn't like in the movies, because in the movies they're cousins, you know, as far as the plot goes. But they're not related in the comics. Or it's not been documented. So we... He wants... He feels that... Wakanda has broke away from the traditions of what they used to be. And it's all this out here, open up the world and all that. He's not really wit and he wants and he feels that the Panthers are not doing it right and he could do it better. So he he, he kinda has his own idea. And he and he's a monster of a man. I think they got him by like a six, eight, six, nine. So he's not a little guy. And he's, he's been able to fight on par with T'Challa for years. I don't think T'Challa even has an actual legit win over Killmonger. And that's 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 how good he is. Because not too many people um, getting a dub over T'Challa. Not too many people. But Eric is one of them. Eric is one of them. So he's a staple as far as Wakanda goes. He's for Wakanda. But not how they do it, as I should say. And you had Killmonger, you had Claude, then you have Mbaku, who's of the White Gorilla tribe. They're a tribe, one of the other known tribes in Wakanda. And so they have their, they worship the Panther, and they kind of are off in the colder parts of the mountains of uh, Wakanda. Where they was exiled. I guess I think I believe was they were exiled too. And so he, he, you know, of course, they have their differences as well with everything. So him and him and him and Mbaku have had their run-ins as well over the years. And so I guess his popularity just developed over the years. He honestly, if you wasn't reading comics. You probably would you would you would have not known who he was, and then like when when the MCU brought him out, and now it's it's yo who is this Panther merchandise is everywhere, which I love because it was so hard getting Black Panther stuff at one point in time unless you found unless you found him on like unless you found him on team shirts like with other Avengers and everything of the so forth, so you know the popularity did a good for him so he like he started getting more books more comics to read of his own not just um not just in different teen movies but just i mean teen movies teen um um books but also guest appearance in, in other books as well and so 
we his spotlight started getting up. And the thing, thing about T'Challa, what kind of hurt him with the Panther, and that um, a lot of and quite a few Wakandans felt this way is because now that you're open to the world, you're with the Avengers, you're hardly here. It seems like you're not here at all. And you're supposed to be our leader, our king, but you're gone as well a lot. So, you know, what is it? Of course, most people see what he was doing, but then it was it was a good, I'm not going to say everything was gravy. It was a good contingency of people. It's like, you're, you're with the others. You should be here for us. And that's kind of a thing why when, when he stepped down to Panther, he um his sister, who was very hardcore Wakanda, uh, was next up to get in. Also, she had a little bit of jealousy for her brother. Cause originally when she passed the Panther trials, she had to go meet Bass. Bass didn't grant her the opportunity to be a Panther at first because of her jealousy for her brother. Now the movies they got her as really smart and everything like that, but that was not the case in the comics. She was very warrior-like, which she is, but she was real warrior-like. And she, um, the, the IQ, as she has now, was a thing that started with the MCU. And then it rolled over to the comics. Now she's, you know, pretty smart as well. But let the warrior mentality has kind of went down a little bit. But now she's more high IQ, which I have no problem with. There's no problem with it. But it started out there before the movie. She was more warrior like, and now she's more IQ like. So, but eventually, but so forth. She, she, um, you know, got things together and eventually became the next uh, Panther, and one of um, many women that actually have become Black Panthers over the years as well. And so then an interesting thing happened in Fantastic Four in the, it was like issue five or 600. I forgot what issue it was. Him and Reed Richards go down to Necropolis that's under Wakanda of the land of the dead. And we get something real interesting here. He next becomes what you would call the king of the dead. And this also goes back to certain aspects in the MCU where he could where he could talk to his ancestors in the astral plane. That was kind of king of the dead. So they kind of the MCU mixed in the herb, the um heart-shaped herbs, and then they mixed in with king of the dead type stuff. So pretty much what king of the dead was when he got back with Bass, at the I guess they had fell out, she granted him the King of the Dead abilities. Now, this is one of my favorite things that's been added to his mythos because it granted him, of course, pretty much, literally he became superhuman to me at that point in time. But also, he got the, the past skills and abilities of every panther that's ever came before him. Yes, he had he could 
if he wanted to think or needed, you know, knowledge or advice on a certain thing and he just wanted to talk to his ancestors, he would have their knowledge in his head. That's hundreds and hundreds of different past Panthers. And also another aspect is having counsel with them. He could just, if he needs to, you just go speak to him with speak. Imagine speaking to your dead relatives whenever you want it. Just having a council or a meeting with them. He could do that now. And we've seen, and over the years, he had various, he had various um, meetings or councils with them. All of, them, all of them didn't go as well, but, you know, he could, like, I need to seek counsel with my past relatives and, or he even, like, bring up their ghost or stuff like that to help aid in battle, too, which is another cool aspect. So, yes, when he became king of the dead, that is what that means. Uh, he got strong. Well, I don't really say he physically got strong. He's about the same to me. But it was just the other aspects of what he went through or got as uh, king of the dead. So when you know when you hear people say to explain that, that's what King of the Dead means. So in the MCU, you got you got these different uh they mixed in aspects of his heart-shaped herbs and able to go to, you know, mixing with the astral plane as well, which is like two different power sets, I guess you could say. Well, not really power sets, but two different parts of his um um story mixed put into one. Because how they um also a thing just to talk about how how he got stripped of his abilities when they would fight. That never was a thing in the comics. It just it was just something new added for the movie. Um as well. And so Yeah, that was different aspects. So it, if you if you're new to it, it's confusing. It can be it, it can be confusing. It can be confusing. So yeah. But that's what I'm here for, trying to break it down for you. Next, we one of the more highly publicized things is his relationship with Storm, the mutant of the uh, X-Men, also known as the weather goddess of the, the weather witch, you know, different aspects. He had met her like years ago. Um, and they stayed close over the years, cool over the years. And then in the late 90s, early 2000s, he proposed to her, which was, hey, strong black couple. One of the, one of the strongest members ever of the X-Men versus one of the leaders of one of the most wealth, the most powerful nation on earth and one of the smartest men on the planet. Yeah, why? let's go for it. Oh, it was... It was a, it was a marvel. It was it was a marvel affair. Everybody was at the wedding, and also this was at the height of the civil war between Captain and uh, Captain America and Iron Man. They both was at the wedding, and I guess each child also had an idea of maybe this could squash up between them, but it didn't. <laughs> but it was an idea. You had like, and then and then with their wedding, you had like you had like. All the um, black heroes and comics over the from over the decades, 
some we haven't seen in a while, some that was pretty that was pretty still active amongst the comics. And so it was it was a beautiful thing. Without without um not without these bumps, ups and downs, of course. As you know, some Wakandas was when they first seen it, they was just in awe of her beauty. And some Wakandas was was like, Why are you um why are you got this outsider here? She's not a Wakanda. Much as you love her, we just don't think she'll hold down Wakanda like like we need her to. And for the most part, she did her job. You know, she did her well, I can't even say did her job, like, you know, something she just had to do. She held it down. She held it down. I put it like that. She held it down. Then it happened when Wakanda was destroyed by Namar, a phoenix force imbued Namar, who was tricked into attacking Wakanda. So you had this man of Atlantis who had cosmic powers at the time. And he, they came in, he came and attacked Wakanda. The story goes as, depending on who you ask, they'll be like, well, she didn't know that the attack was happening when she showed up was when she found her. Or she knew, and Cyclops, the leader of the X-Men, said, you need to stay away. And she, I've been in discussion. It depends who you ask, how she went about it. But pretty much when she showed up, you know, Wakanda had thousands of Wakandans had died and they was rebuilding. And he was like, T'Challa was like, divorce her on the spot. Some people feel that was harsh. And some people feel like he was mad. He wasn't there as a queen. She should have been there. Oh, man, I've been in so many discussions about how that went about. Eventually, they, they, got, back cool, they got back close and cool over the years. I don't think they ever get married again, though. I don't think they will ever get married. That's just me personally. I don't think they will. But it's it was one of the more highly publicized relationships in Marvel Comics. A lot of people want are echoing for it to show in the MCU since you know the mutants are under are under um Disney now. So we'll see on that. I personally don't think so, because if they do, if they go how I think they will go about it. People are not going to be happy how it ends. People are not going to be happy how it ends. So we'll see. And also with the Panther Mythos, as I said, the Vibranium, it's also a big, it's also in their clothes. Well, T'Challa is the one that started it, but they have Vibranium weave. It's, it's not pure Vibranium because vibranium, that Vibranium will, will be weighing him down. It's weave. It's woven into his clothes, which helps out as well. You had the the, the vibranium. Well, not vibranium. You had anti-metal claws that are tips that can break down metals. He has so much tech gadgets. He he actually could like when he's tracking people, he could track them by their souls. He could pick up their scents. He's stealthy. Oh, he he it, oh he 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 comes with whatever. He's highly intelligent. He's T'Challa has been stated multiple occasions to be one of the top 10 smartest characters in Marvel Comics. Up there with Ant-Man, Tony Stark, Reed Richards, Doctor Doom, Spider-Man, 
though he's up there and and, and, and sometimes have have outsmarted them at times. But you know everybody everybody outsmarts everybody. But he has had his moments definitely where he's outsmarted them. And and then also we talked about Storm Claw. You have to talk about Lamar. We, you know, we've seen him. The he 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 rules Atlantis in Marvel, like how Aquaman rules over Atlantis in um, DC. Namar does it in Mar- uh, Marvel, but Namar actually came before Aquaman. Namar actually was. Namar has been around for so long. He actually was. The, he actually was a. He actually was flying before Superman was flying. That's how long, that's how long he's been around. He's, he's documented. He's had history with Wakanda since Azuri the Wise. He taught his granddaddy. Um, also a mutant. Namar's also a mutant as well. Um, man, they butted heads because of that temper of his. That gets that temper in that mouth gets him into a lot of trouble. Him and T'Challa have definitely boxed as well, especially Incursion, where they had a crisis was happening where they had to destroy other alternate Earths to save their Earth. And one aspect where they had to destroy a planet and T'Challa couldn't do it, as of course others couldn't do it. And Namar did it, this grabbing did it himself. And they got it got really beefed up since then. Actually, it got so bad the Hulk had to break them up from um, you know, we had to want to break them up from fighting. And it was um, it was just really, really it was it's been a really documented fight. They've also had work together as well. And don't get it twisted. After what Lamar did. Wakanda showed up at Atlanta's doorstep and blew them out the water. Yeah, they don't play. They had warships and subs and soldiers. They went to Atlanta's and blew Atlanta's literally off the map. Atlanta's barely survived. So the the beef between them and uh and uh friendship between them. Is 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 an interesting dynamic that I hope we get to see on the um, hope we get to see on the big screen. And he's T'Challa definitely is he he'll stand up for the black man. He will. He will. As he had a he had interesting he had an interesting uh, conversation with Doctor Doom at one point in time. As Doom. Him and Doom, Doctor Doom, having a conversation about, I, you know, I guess the Negro, and Doom thought maybe you know there might be some mutations or whatever. And then Shaw had to stop him. Like you gotta listen here. When we was tracking the stars and doing sciences and so forth, y'all the white men were barely even out of caves yet. So don't come to me about mutants or being mutates of my Negro. Um, bloodline. Oh, it got heated. It got heated. Yes, and he has done. He has charities and foundations across the world, especially over in America, New York, as well for for you know the, the youth. 
Um, he might be, and he might be Wakanda, but he also does stuff around the world as well, and has been documented. But and then in Wakanda, you know, they have vibranium everything. Pretty much their whole life is around vibranium, where they also work the mind, the mounds, where the where it is uh, the vibranium meteor is at, and then they sell it. They sell. Um, pieces, very, very small pieces of our brain onto different people around the world. People you could buy, but you're going to pay billions for it. That's how Wakanda also is very, very rich besides their technology and other um, ways they make money. They sell vibranium throughout. You know, of course, some people just, like Cap, they just gave to his presence, but vibranium is sold at a very, very high price. That also comes with his running with Doom. Because Doom tried to... Um, no, actually, he succeeded in getting all the vibranium from uh, T'Challa. But, but T'Challa had to make everything uh, inert. It shutting all the vibranium across the world so Doom couldn't, couldn't do stuff as he wanted to. And that, that was really... Really interesting how he how he went about with that, and so yeah, his 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 runners with Doom have been of classic, as they've traded um, not only physical jabs but also verbal jabs, verbal jabs as well. So this is a brief history of the Panther, just just keeping it simple. I. You know, this is more for this is more for the people that wasn't familiar with the Panther with T'Challa. Just a basic rundown of his history. Now, for the hardcore fans that probably knew this, you know, I got something for y'all. Don't worry about it. But this is kind of more for people that's getting into the Panther. Just a brief, not just a brief, real brief rundown of, and also aspects of Wakanda as well of how. The history of Panther, how they do things. So this was episode. This was episode fifteen. The Black Panther. Appreciate y'all for tuning in.